The Network Live. News, insights, and stories right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and knelradio.com every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Don't miss this opportunity to hear world news, insights, and stories from guests around the world. The Network Live is your pathway to connecting people and ministries. overcome hurts, bad habits, or hang-ups that have controlled your life? Celebrate Recovery needs you. Celebrate Recovery is a biblical and balanced program that helps us overcome our hurts, hang-ups, and habits. Celebrate Recovery is a program designed to help those struggling with hurts, habits, and hang-ups by showing them the loving power of Jesus Christ through a recovery process. At Home Success Coaching, we'll be providing Celebrate Recovery to McCullough County and the surrounding areas. Share your testimony and encouragement to help someone else be an overcomer. If you are interested in more information or you would like to volunteer, please contact the McCullough County Resource Center at 325-597-2646. That's 597-2646. It's time to celebrate and to share your freedom with others. Celebrate your recovery by volunteering and giving back to your community. Celebrate Recovery is in 30,000 churches worldwide and is coming to our community. Good morning and welcome to the Network Live. I'm your host, Debbie Rule. Today we'll be hearing a message from Pastor John Hagee on the battle for Jerusalem. Hope you enjoy this message on the Network Live today. May the 14th, 1948, David Ben-Gurion rushed down Rothschild Boulevard in Tel Aviv, bound for the art museum where the Jewish leaders and the world press were awaiting his arrival. At exactly four o'clock Israel's time, he stepped to the podium and he declared the establishment of a Jewish state in Eretz Israel to be known as the state of Israel. In that moment, did every prophet in the Old Testament become validated as a prophet of truth? Why was this the most important Bible event since the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Because if the Jewish people were not restored to their land that had been given to them by the hand of God from Genesis 12, the truth of the Bible and the truth of the prophets could be brought into question. But when Israel was reborn, suddenly everything that they said proved to be validated by the hand of God. Israel lives because God lives, and he is a keeper of his promises for a thousand generations. Give him praise in the house. God Almighty is creator of the earth. He owned the earth. It goes like this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. If you don't believe that verse, throw your Bible in the fire because you won't believe the rest of it either. You don't get to pick and choose what you do and do not believe in the Bible. All scripture is given by divine inspiration. God is creator of the earth, had rights. He owned it. 
And as owner of the earth, he had the right to do with it what he chose to do with it. He entered into a blood covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that this land with the borders that are already written in the word of God would be the land forever. That word forever is in the Bible. The Jewish people do not occupy the land of Israel. They own the land of Israel. Says who? Says God Almighty who created it. So says Jeremiah, who put his pen to parchment and he wrote, quote, Behold, I will gather them out of all countries where I have driven them. Listen to that. And I will bring them back, listen, to their land and cause them to dwell in safety. It was their land just because they left it and came back. They did not lose ownership. It was still their land. That's in chapter 32. Isaiah then writes concerning Israel, who has heard such a thing? Shall a nation be born in a day? Isaiah 66, 8. That day was May 14th, 1948. Israel owns the land, so says the prophet Ezekiel. He said, I will take you from among the nations, saith the Lord. I will gather you out of all countries, listen, and bring you into your own land. They didn't lose the land because they were gone. It was still their land, your own land. The rebirth of Israel is living proof that God Almighty keeps his promises for a thousand generations. It proves that the Jewish people are indeed the apple of his eye. The apple there translates pupil of the eye. If you really want to get someone's attention, stick your finger in the pupil of their eye. You will get instant attention. God says, when you start picking on the Jewish people, you're touching the apple of my eye. You're going to get a response. The Jewish people are chosen people. God chose them. They are a cherished people. God called Israel his firstborn son. And in the Jewish family, the firstborn son is the son that teaches the other children how to be successful. They are a covenant people. That covenant was made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and their descendants forever. And the Bible says, and the Lord God of Israel keeps covenant for a thousand generations. That means that covenant is as good today as the day God gave it to Abraham. Give the Lord praise in this house. Now, who started this war raging right now in Israel? It was not unexpected. In April, when Russia, Iran, China, and the UK, and America met in Vienna, I told Anna, my wife, you can count on this. There's going to be a military crisis in Israel in just a few weeks. And it happened. Let me connect the dots. And this comes from information that's rock solid. Iran is supported economically, militarily, and diplomatically by both Russia and China. America in the Obama administration gave $150 billion to Iran, the leading terrorist state in the world, for 
for the development of anything they wanted. I assure you, part of that money built missiles that are now being fired into Israel. It goes like this. Listen, Russia tells Iran and Iran tells their terrorist armies, Hamas and Hezbollah. You think of a terrorist group as a group of 25 or 30 people. Hamas and Hezbollah have tens of thousands of soldiers who are trained, equipped, and, and funded by Russia and Iran. But Russia looks to be innocent, and China looks to be innocent because they got Iran to tell their thugs on the border of Israel, Hamas and Hezbollah, to attack and shoot the rockets. Russia sells weapons, this is a fact. Russia sells weapons to Iran and supports the development of its nuclear missile. They work to strengthen Iran's economy. China has recently agreed to invest $400 billion in Iran's economy for exchange of oil. In the diplomatic arena, Russia and China ensure that meaningful international action against Iran will be stopped. Listen, while Russia and China don't agree on everything, they do agree on pushing back America's presence in the Middle East, a direct challenge to America's ability to defend Israel. Think about how our economy right now is so heavily influenced by China. They have awesome power to block this administration's influence to help Israel. The nations that started this battle, this is important, the nations that started this battle are the exact nations that the prophet Ezekiel identifies in Ezekiel 38 and 39 who will start the Gog-Magog War, which the world will call World War III. I'm telling you the day is coming in the future when something exactly like this, with the same people involved, because they are already listed in the hit list in Ezekiel 38, the same people involved, that war will stop, and one of these times it will not end until it engulfs the world. But what's going to happen before that? The church of Jesus Christ is going to be taken from the earth in a twinkling of an eye. That's why you need to know this. We're not waiting for some mysterious something to happen so that you can say everything's ready. All the players are on the field. We're just waiting for the sound of the trumpet when the trumpet of God shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise. When I tell you the rapture of the church is imminent, imminent means it can happen at any time. That is not an overstatement. It's an understatement. If you're not ready, get ready because we're getting ready to leave this world. Give the Lord praise in the house. Jerusalem is the shoreline of eternity. What does that mean? That means everything that's going to happen from this point forward in world history is going to happen and start with Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the epicenter of planet Earth. 
That's why the Bible says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love you. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Listen to that. That is not a request. That's a demand. David is not asking you. He's saying, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Do it. My personal encounter with God in Jerusalem at the Western Wall in 1978, when I was at the wall and I felt impressed of the Lord to reach out to the Jewish people in this city with a demonstration of the love of Jesus Christ, the first night to honor Israel ever in the history of America by a Christian church to a Jewish congregation without conversionary motives happened on September the 10th, 1981. The night to honor Israel led to the birth of Christians United for Israel in February 2006. Christians United for Israel today, right now, is the largest pro-Israel organization in America with over 10 million active members. It all began in Jerusalem. Few Christians understand the supernatural power connected to Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the city of David, the place that God calls home. Jerusalem is where Abraham, Abraham, the father of all who believe, placed his beloved son Isaac on an altar at the Temple Mount, raised a dagger to kill him to prove his loyalty to God. God stopped him. On that same place, centuries later, God the Father took his son the Lamb of God, and placed him on the altar of the cross and took his life that you and you and you and I could be forever saved and be redeemed by the amazing grace of God. King David writes in Psalms 137, If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its cunning." And let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I do not prefer, listen, if I do not prefer Jerusalem above my chief joy. King David was a musician. With his right hand, he played his harp. If his tongue was stuck to the roof of his mouth, he could not sing. A musician who cannot play nor sing has no reason to live. Life is over. King David was saying that if he forgot Jerusalem, his life would have no significance. Jerusalem is where Jeremiah and Isaiah penned the principles of righteousness that became the moral foundations of Western civilization. Our forefathers read this book and penned the principles of righteousness in the Constitution. But if America does not return to those moral foundations, America will fall just like Rome fell because righteousness exalts a nation and sin is a reproach to any people because all nations that forget God are turned into hell. And let me tell you something, America is in the process of becoming hell on earth and the only way it can stop is for the righteous to rise up as a righteous force, as a brilliant life, as a voice that will not surrender and says, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord.
The battle for Jerusalem is on. The victory will be won by the son of King David, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is King of kings and Lord of lords. Israel lives, Israel lives, Israel lives. Listen closely. Jerusalem is the path to prosperity. Jerusalem is the path to prosperity. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love you. Say that with me. They shall prosper that love you. This prosperity is not just financial prosperity. This is the cornucopia of the riches of God. This includes health. This includes peace of mind. This includes confidence for your future. This includes hope in the midst of the storm. This includes joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. This speaks of success that others do not have and cannot have because God's special blessing is on you. Praying for the peace of Jerusalem again is not a request, it's a command. Listen to this. As you study the Bible, you will discover that righteousness, peace, and prosperity are ordained to flow out of Jerusalem to believers. Those three things, righteousness, America needs that right now. Peace, the world needs that right now. Prosperity, some of you need that right now. That begins to happen to people who begin to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Listen to David's writing in Psalms 128.5. The Lord bless you out of Zion. And may you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. That verse has prophetic and personal emphasis that you must never forget. When you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you are releasing God's favor upon yourself, upon your family, upon America. On a continuous basis, out of Zion, say that with me, out of Zion, consider Daniel, who prayed three times each day with his window open toward Jerusalem. That would be east. Listen, Daniel's prayers were so powerful, they disturbed the prince of darkness and threatened his kingdom. He used the jealousy of evil men to change the laws of the Persian Empire to make Daniel's prayer illegal. Say that in plain street language. Here was a man whose prayer life was so powerful, the government was afraid of him. And they got an act of Congress to change the law to make him stop praying. You say, oh, that's awful. They're doing the same thing in America right now. That's awful. And that needs to stop. On the other hand, praying for Jerusalem, facing Jerusalem, meant so much to Daniel that he preferred to go to the lion's den, lions that had been starved for three days, rather than give up his prayer facing Jerusalem. Think about that. Do you want God's prosperity to explode in your life? Pray for the peace of Jerusalem because it will shake the gates of hell and it will open the gates of heaven. It will make the impossible possible 
and bring prosperity of God, a prosperity that will never end. Concerning Jerusalem, God moves with stopwatch precision. King David called it a set time. Say that with me, a set time. Psalms 102, 13. You, God, will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come to declare the name of the Lord in Jerusalem. Why did President Trump recognize Jerusalem when he did? It was the year of jubilee. It was a set time. When Don and I went to the White House to have supper with the president, I, opened, I took my Bible. I opened my Bible. I read it to him about the timing of the year of jubilee. He was deeply moved by the word of God, having so much authority and clarity about what was to happen in the future. Why did Cornerstone Church start doing a night to honor Israel in 1981 when other Christians thought we had lost our mind? Because it was a set time to bless Israel and the Jewish people. And God tapped me on the shoulder three years before and said, I want you to do this. And it took three years to get things turned around so we could. Again, pastors, if your church does not have a night to honor Israel, you should start. Why has Christians United for Israel prospered by the hand of God to become America's largest pro-Israel organization? Because it is a set time to bless Israel and the Jewish people. It's not because we're brilliant. It's because God is powerful. It's because God is faithful. It's because the winds of heaven are in our sails and we're racing to keep up with God. Why did God send four blood moons in 2014 and 15 on the exact dates, listen, that were confirmed by NASA in advance? Not a group of preachers. NASA in advance say these things are going to happen and produce the blood moons. Who controls the moon and the stars? God. So obviously God is trying to say something. That really didn't catch my attention until I looked up those dates and every one of them was on a Jewish feast day. The first blood moon, April the 15th, 2014, was Passover. That was a set time. The second blood moon in October the 8th, 2014, was the Feast of Tabernacles, a set time. There was a total solar eclipse, March 20th, 2.15, the Jewish scholars of Israel said, this signifies the judgment of God that is coming to Gentile nations that wage war against Israel. The third blood moon was April the 4th, 2015. That was Passover. That's a set time. The fourth blood moon was September the 28th, 2015. That was the Feast of Tabernacles to the day. That's a set time. Again, all of these times, are confirmed by NASA and arranged by God Almighty. God was speaking to us. You are coming to the end of time. Wake up! Remember the blood moon, last blood moon was September 28th. When writing this book, I said when the fourth moon 
has come. Something will happen in the Middle East that will change the course of history. The book was gone. Now what happened on December the 11th, 2015? The Russian army moved into the Middle East according to the prophecy of Ezekiel in chapter 38. They are in the Middle East to stay until the Gog-Magog war starts and God destroys them. What am I saying? I'm saying when you see these signs, the Bible said, lift up your head and rejoice. Your redemption draweth nigh. Your redemption draweth nigh. Your redemption draweth nigh. I said, the king is coming. The king is coming. The king is coming. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ shall arise. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to be with the Lord in the clouds of heaven forever. Give the Lord a shout of praise in the house. Someday soon, this is going to happen again, and it's not going to be long. But before it happens, we're gone in the twinkling of an eye. How many of you would like to experience the prosperity of God beyond your knowing? Let me see your hand. I want you to make the pledge to God that you will pray for the peace of Jerusalem on a regular basis, not just in a time of war, but around the calendar. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love you. That's God's promise. Someone asks you, do you support Israel? You say, absolutely, don't you? That's the Christian response. Israel, we stand with you. We've got your back. When you need help, call upon the Lord. He can and will move heaven and earth to answer your prayers. Faith is something we each have to build for ourselves. But parents, you can plant seeds that last a lifetime. Pastor Hagee is going to bring your family a blessing. And now may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you, giving you his peace. May you be filled with the blessed assurance that God loves you with an everlasting love. May you know that he wants you to prosper he wants your children and your children's children to prosper because you are willing to obey the kingdom principles of economics found in the Word of God. From this day forward in faith, step out and believe what God has required and see if he will not open the windows of heaven and bless you with blessings that you cannot contain. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. In Jesus' name, receive this blessing. Amen.
Are you facing a crisis or has something unexpected happened to you? Maybe your home and relationships have been harmed by divorce? Or do you have marriage, parenting, or blended family issues? Career choices, financial issues, addiction, or just plain old I need to know how to do life better to avoid making so many bad choices? At Home Success Coaching is a great place to start. If you need someone to listen, someone to talk, to process your feelings, insight, or advice on how to have a better life, At Home Success Coaching can help you out of a crisis or just help you stay on the right path and reach the goal of having the very best home, family, and relationships possible. At Home Success Coaching is a nonprofit organization and there is no charge for our services or programs that are offered. Visit at homesuccesscoaching.com. That's at homesuccesscoaching.com, helping one home at a time. 95.3 KNE. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of the Network Live, visit KNELradio.com or find our podcast on iTunes and Podbean.com. To follow more news, insights, and stories, follow the Network Live on Facebook. If you would like more information about being a guest on the Network Live, contact us at thenetworklive.org. The Network Live will be back next week at 10 a.m. right here on KNEO Radio 95.3 FM and KNEOradio.com. I'm Debbie Rule. Thank you for listening today.